Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast. Today is I have an incredible guest. It is such an awesome privilege to share with you Tony Lantis from Everyday Business. Now, Tony has such an impressive CV. I'm going to ask her to introduce herself so that I don't forget anything or mess it up because I just love hearing what Tony has achieved and especially about her book, Resilience. Tony, Tony, please share with our guests who you are, what brought you to this point and uh, your wonderful book, Resilience. Thank you, Janine. It's absolutely lovely to be with you today and to be invited on your podcast. A wonderful privilege indeed. Um, hi, I'm Tony Luntis, uh, the online broadcaster, and uh, my story is a little different from um, lots of other people who are in broadcasting. So in 2019, I published a book called Resilience, Memoir of a Broken Little Girl Discovering a Woman of Strength and Beauty beauty and I published at a time when I'd been through an awful amount and I'd got to a point in my healing and self-discovery journey where I'd started to talk to people about some of the things that I'd experienced in life and the resounding comment was you need to write a book which I did. Uh, prior to that, I'd had 35 years in nursing and had my own consulting company, zapping across Australia, prepping day surgeries and small hospitals to meet the national quality and safety standards in an assessing gap analysis, uh, educative, uh, get you prepared for your accreditation role. And so I stopped doing that and said to the universe, okay, in 2019, I'm going to do things and say yes to things that terrify me and see where that takes me. And the first of those was a request to narrate my book myself. So I thought this audiobook idea was fantastic, but a voice actress could do that. That wasn't for me. The producer kept saying, no, 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 you have to do it yourself. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> Finally, she said, I'm going to help you do this. I'll be there to hold your hand. It's going to be okay, which she did. And it was a very cathartic, uh, emotive process over, I think, four, five weeks of two-day full sessions of recording, which was exhausting. At I'm the end sure. of that, she sat me down. <laughs> it was very exhausting. We There were moments that... So I'd written the book, but I'd never actually spoken it out aloud, which is a completely different space to be in. And I was unprepared for the reemergence of some of the emotions from the book. Mm -hmm. And there were times when the producer would just stop me and say, okay, time for a break. And I'd have a cry and a hug and get myself together and off we'd go again. Uh, at the end of that, she sort of said to me, Tony, you really should be in radio or podcasting. Uh, there's something about your voice. I could listen to it all day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, righto. Um, <laughs> I didn't believe her. And I thought that that's not for me. I'm very shy, introverted, etc. But 
obviously the universe had lots of other plans that I knew nothing about. And as that, that must have stuck in my mind because I connected with some um, American media company owners and had some conversations about podcasting and um, the final conversation was about streaming audio versus podcasting and did I want my own show Uh, and that was the birth of Radio Tony and my first shows were audio streaming and out to a live audience. And it's grown from there to a broadcasting service that embodies uh, co-hosted principles that are done with you and done for you so that other business owners, particularly fempreneurs and female entrepreneurs that are really concerned about wanting to promote themselves to appear on camera I create a safe space in which they can do and it's my job to share their wisdom and knowledge with the world in a safe environment and in 2022 we're progressing with the next step and that's launching everyday women's network so Netflix for women where it's women owned women led women supported and absolutely about women and the things that women care about so that's my big plan and behind that sits a bigger vision about empowering people to overcome their challenges and to live their best lives wow that is an incredible vision that is going to have ripples everywhere Tony, it is just so wonderful to hear somebody being proactive in a balanced masculine and feminine energy not taking the wounded masculine the wounded feminine but rather balancing it that is so awesome i'm really excited to hear more about that (laughs) what made you decide what made you decide that that's the way to go starting a women-led network so I guess sitting behind when I originally discovered the love of the spoken word and telling people's stories and interviewing that sort of led to that bigger desire to work with women in particular because as you know Janine the world is still a little unbalanced concerning masculine and feminine energy and for women in particular we don't tend to always have the same opportunities it's a tough world for women and I saw that the top shows across traditional and non-traditional media were by men that media executives were predominantly men, that producers were oftentimes men, and I thought, this is not right. We we need to rebalance this. So that was the start of the thought pattern that led, okay, I want to do something different. I want to provide a network where the content is female-centric with a balance of masculine and for men who empower women as well. And with that, I want to be able to give back to the planet. So the subscription to the channel will be uh, portions apportioned to the things close to my heart like domestic violence, child trafficking, uh, our our climate, our our planet 
and that the profit sharing model I want to instill will enable women to have additional streams of income themselves so that if they invest in the network in the first part then I will I won't take the revenue that they generate themselves via their channel or their content that is completely theirs so we're like a collaborative network where I've got the foundation and the broadcasting and the basics and then here you go let me have your your content do you want to do a channel of your own and how you monetize that will be your additional revenue and the way that i will keep going is by subscriptions and that way people are invested in the success of the network and i'm invested in their success and we are creating abundance for everyone via the pillars of the network which are inspire empower educate and help and it keeps getting bigger the more i talk about it so but that's the premise behind it janine wow that is amazing tony i love the fact that it's it's rather expansive rather than it's focused and on expansion i would just like to say at this point for our listeners that masculine and feminine is in men as well as women so the fact that tony is focusing on women doesn't take anything away from men. It actually adds to them from a power base. Tony, it's so interesting that that is your vision because the vision of my company is to help women especially own their own power. And I get a sense you are standing in your power by empowering them to be in their power. And that is just incredible. This may seem um, off the point, and it's really not. Where has your nursing background fed this um, very expansive vision you have? So I, through lots of elements, surprisingly enough. So by virtue of the fact that I was in a nursing profession, the alternative for me was uh, actually psychology. So both are caring professions. So that's interwoven in in me essentially that that caring and um, uh, and wanting people to be their best. And and health is like that. I want we wanted people to be as healthy as they could. That's that's one of the basis of of nursing mm-hmm. uh, and that that caring for others and and wanting the best for others is part of of nursing it also sort of strangely enough uh, you develop listening skills and interview skills as mm-hmm. part of your nursing practice so I was a perioperative nurse so that's an operating room nurse and a lot of the work that you do is around educating your um, patients on mm-hmm. what's about to happen to them in surgery, making them feel safe, making them feel confident in their own decisions and advocating on their behalf. So lots of the elements of, of nursing and the skills that I learned, I'm actually still using, but just in a different um, area. And that is 
broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm grateful for those foundations. The other thing is that it was in nursing where I met amazing female leaders that were forging the way for the women that were coming behind them in terms of empowerment, um, self-expression, discovering more about themselves. So the, the elements of that was started within nursing. I had amazing female leaders who encouraged me, supported me, and led me to start exploring the world um, as it was. And indeed, it was one of my favorite uh, managers who started me uh, going to yoga, wondering about meditation, uh, and the spiritual aspects of life that have come to mean so much for me and were such a core in my healing in my 40s. Wow. So just through nursing, yeah. So it actually had a huge impact. Your book, To Change the Topic, to switch over, your book, Resilience, that word resilience is powerful. Now, the the long-time listeners of the Mindset Alchemy podcast know that for me, thinking, Mm. words, and feeling are a triangle. We throw emotion in as well because it's part of it. Um, are so, so incredibly powerful. That word resilience has an energy and a strength behind it. Would you be open to sharing with our listeners what that word signifies for you in your journey? Oh, thanks, Janine. It it came to me in a roundabout way when I was writing the book and I was out with a friend and I said to her that I was struggling with an, a name for the book. And um, we talked about a few ideas that I'd had um, that, and try not to use words that had already someone had already written about. Uh, little did I know that there are lots of books written about resilience, but not a lot of them from a memoir perspective. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so we were walking along and she suggested to me, she said, with all the things that you've been through in life and, uh, and managed to rise above, you're very resilient. And it stuck with me and that led to being the book being called resilience and it and it for me it signals the um, ability to overcome monumental odds and they started from a very young age when um, I was born with a congenital facial defect and it progressed through bullying and all sorts of nasty life experiences trauma and dysfunction depression anxiety and it that is resilience it's it's that ability to get back up when you've been knocked down Mm. get back up when you've been knocked down get back up when you've been knocked down and the other component of resilience for me is around hope And, and that's part of why i wrote is to give people some hope that there are things that happen in life and lots of people have very bad experiences but there's always hope Mm-hmm. There's always hope and there's always the ability to change the way you think about the things that happen to you and only you can do that. 
-hmm. Janine can't do it for you. I can't do it for you. But you can do that yourself. That's part of resilience as well. Beautiful. Yes, I would say that knowing how interesting children can be, that would have been a very interesting experience. For me, resilience is so much about flexibility. And Tony, the more I speak to you, the more I read your um, work on Instagram, listen to your work, flexibility is very much who you're about. With this mm. flexibility, how do you see resilience and flexibility helping you move forward as you help others create that beautiful life they're looking to create and be the difference you choose? Do you know, I, again, I, I think it comes back to the way you think about things and your mindset. So for me, uh, flexibility is always finding the good side of the bad, always focusing on the hope versus the hopelessness. Mm. And I've been in those deep, dark, bad places. I know what it's like to sit in that, those thoughts. And correspondingly, I've had to learn flexibility because I was very uh, fixed both um, I'm, I'm a Taurus and they're a very fixed sign they like stability and steadfastness so for me I actually had to learn to take a deep breath and be flexible and not be so tied to an absolute result and to embrace the universe for the free flowing energy that it provides because mm. if you start to think about things in a different way you develop more flexibility oh my goodness that door's closed okay so that means the universe is preparing me for something else that is for the betterment of the world and the betterment of my life mm -hmm. and it took a long time to do that Janine so it's kind of a hard fought hard learnt thing for me to be flexible and I get challenged on that all the time um, weekly I still get those moments where I'm like ah that hasn't worked out and you just got to go okay <sighs> All right, big breaths. Yes. And that, do you know, one of the things about flexibility and one thing that I learned in that place where um, I was recovering from that first breakdown where things are black and dark and immobile, uh, one of my counsellors taught me breath work mm -hmm. and that actually helps me maintain that flexibility today. Whenever I feel myself clench tighten in that rigid uh non-flowing reaction to whatever it's happening i have to breathe i have to go and most of the time i'll close my eyes and go in for three out for four bang off you go again you know and yes. that's resilience isn't it it really is but it's it, it sounds so simple oh. but it's it's not when it's not when you have, you know, a personality that likes assuredness and likes sameness and steadfastness. It's, it can be nerve-wracking, but you can do it. I, 
obviously you can learn how to do it once you've learned that skill it's yours for life absolutely um may i share a visual i had tony while you were speaking there about when you were yes, breathing please i saw this bull sitting with his butt down with a daisy in his mouth and a garland of flowers around his head and little curly locks coming down over his forehead in the sun shining it's so interesting my oh friend. that's beautiful it was just such an incredible visual. So thank you for bringing that forward for me. So interesting because breathing is one of the very first tools I teach my clients um, to the point that ah. one of my clients designed a sticker of me with the, the, the words, just breathe. <laughs> and she sent it to me. <laughs> I just, it, Again, it's it sounds so simple, but when you oh. know the the not only the energy behind it, but the science of what happens in your brain when yes. you just breathe, yes. it takes you out of primitive brain, puts you back in normal brain, and off you go. And it took me so long to learn that, Janine. But such a powerful tool. I'm so glad that people use that as one of their, because for me, it was a lifesaver. It yes. was an absolute lifesaver. Literally, it has kept me out of jail many a time when I just visualize my hands going around somebody's throat to stop them breathing. <laughs> because energetically, <laughs> we can do that. So it's Ah. So people, if you take nothing away from today, take the bull analogy Definitely. and take breathing. Tony, what do you offer your clients to help them move forward? Because people, I'll be sharing it in the notes, an incredible offer Tony has for you to help you with your business and to move forward. If you would like to just share that with our wonderful audience. Absolutely. Thank you, Janine. Um, I actually have complimentary calls where we, I, you call me, we jump on a Zoom, and I get to find out about you, what's holding your back, what, how I might help, and decide together what we might accomplish moving forward. And there's no obligation around that. It may be right for you, it may be wrong for you, but it's that open communication. And I say this often when I get on those Zooms, there are no expe expectations from my perspective about what we do today. This is just a chat, me getting to know you, and particularly if you're in business, where you are in business and what it might take to move you forward, what you need, what I can help you with. And sometimes it's just about connecting you with the people who might help. And again, from my perspective, I can't speak highly enough of the people that work within mindset, mindset coaching, mindset um, mentoring, and help people shift the way you think. It is the most powerful thing to head you towards the life of your dreams, is changing the way that you think, changing your mindset, and working on the way that you look at life. So uh, in the notes, Janine will have a connection to my calendar and you can jump on the connection pick a time and a call or a zoom that suits you and we'll have a chat simple as that 
I think that's wonderful. And I'm really grateful that I did have that chat with you because it led to today. Tony, one of the things around depression, besides the heaviness, the darkness, there's mm. just there's just so much to it. There would, is. Would you advise people seeking professional help? Absolutely. So a bit of my story, Janine, I probably had the not only was I predisposed to uh, family and genetic d d depression, I absolutely believe that it had its tentacles starting as I went into my teenage years. And by virtue of the fact that I went nursing and knew from a headspace what a diagnosis of a mental health uh, condition was, I refused to get help. I refuse. There were people around me. I remember a conversation with a GP who sat me down in her office, and she was a friend and a work colleague. And she said, "Tony, I really, I think that you have the signs of depression, and I really want you to get some help." And I was about 20 at the time, and I refused to get that help or seek that help or do anything that she suggested because of the stigma around mental health. 30 years ago mm -hmm. so now I absolutely say please talk to someone if you've got an amazing medical um, uh, GP or doctor tell them how you're feeling because the, there's tools and amazing people out to there that help you and you don't know what you don't know and it wasn't until I was completely broken that I allowed myself to get the help that I deserved. And if you're listening today, you absolutely deserve help. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Absolutely. Don't try and do it on your own. Never try and do things on your own. And combined with the best of medical science, I actually recommend a combination of Western and Eastern mm -hmm. and any of the energy practices are incredibly helpful for depression so i'm talking about reiki i'm talking about crystals i'm talking about any of the energy um, modalities are very very helpful along with meditation relaxation etc etc but absolutely janine you have to accept help because i don't want another person to get to the place that i got to where i was completely broken both med both uh, mentally and physically mm -hmm. and where my doctor sat me down and said if you don't do this this and this you will be dead before you're 50. yes so it's serious and you don't have to be that serious to get help Mm -hmm. and it's readily available people you heard it from somebody who's experienced it and tony having been through uh depression and help myself i absolutely yes 100 understand i was very blessed that i i allowed the help before getting to the point of being broken and people agreed. that has agreed. physical implications as well as energetic. Definitely. Now, Tony, I love the quote that you sent me. Would you like to share where it came from and how it came about, please? 
Oh my goodness, which one did I send you? Isn't that woman, terrible? No, the woman in oh, the yes, yes, yes. who stands there bloodied and absolutely victorious in her abilities. So the woman in the arena, um, or the man, we changed the wording to the woman yes, in the, the arena. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. The original quote was from um, Roosevelt and it was about the man in the arena and essentially the quote talks about if you're not out there doing and living your best life, then don't criticize the people who are because it's hard out here and you put everything into what you're doing and unless you're doing the same, do not judge, do not criticize. Brene Brown has made that quote incredibly famous and I feel inadequate in saying it because she says it so well, but it's all about doing and being and living your best life and disregarding it and those people that throw stones and jibes and all the rest of it. And I, gosh, I've got my share that I could tell you some of the things that, that people have said to me. And I learnt early on that you need to allow those to leave because often it's not about you. It's about the person that's projecting whatever it is mm -hmm. from themselves onto you. So you, mm -hmm. it's... It's none of your business what other people think of you. Yes, I agree. I love that quote too. It's, it's none of your business what other people think of you. Absolutely. Tony, the reason why I absolutely loved it is because that is something I really promote to my clients, releasing, criticizing, mm. condemning, complaining, and comparing. Because those four C's can take us out. And when we do it ourselves and when we do it to other people, we are actually energetically attacking them and opening ourselves for attack. So thank you so much for sharing that beautiful quote. And thank you for sharing today. Is there anything you would like to leave our audience with before we say goodbye? Oh, Janine, number one, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's an absolute privilege. And number two, don't let anything stand in your way of living the life of your dreams. And you're the only one that can help you create that. Yeah, and yeah. as Janine knows, it's all about your mindset. Mm -hmm. It's about how you think, how you think about how you think, and then action and changing the way that you think and for me Janine that started with learning how to love myself first and foremost and from there everything else changes and that was very hard to learn I was very bad to myself myself and very derogatory in my mind and I didn't realize how bad it was until it was started to point out people saying, um, you know, why do you think that way? What is yeah. it that, that causes you to think that way? And examining the thoughts that are going through your mind and reassess them and change them. Beautiful. Just that simple. You know, it is so interesting. I have a course I'm busy launching called Thinking by Design. Mm. 
because literally mm. that's what it's about. People, go check Definitely. out Tony's offers in the show notes. And Tony, it's been an absolute privilege to have you. And don't forget to read the quote in the notes. Thank you all for joining us and have a wonderful and incredible day. Bye-bye.